the yapping is actually most of the time an opinion and we want to put across my point and you see that happening one of the classic examples is these whatsapp groups on which some debate particularly pertaining to politics and in india we absolutely love talking about politics all the time i don't know what this obsession about but if something comes up then it is long messages i mean how is it that one finds so much of time for doing this and putting across this opinion why is it so important to put across my opinion welcome to 13 13 is a podcast about being and creating in this podcast we acknowledge the mundane and celebrate the everyday here we interact read and share our experiences with an intent to be and to create your host for today are prasanna and myself shantesh Let's get started. Recently I came across this incident through a couple of my friends. They are young in their mid 20s and they were visiting town. One of their nephews was around when they were saying that we are planning to buy a car. And this guy suddenly pops up and asks, "So what's your budget?" and this is a 6 or 7 year old kid who is asking them this question what is your budget and then ask them a variety of questions following that and eventually tells them tata safari is the best car for you a 25 lakh car suddenly becomes the right car now it was quite hilarious and these guys were telling me that i don't even know how to drive a car i have to still learn to drive a car and then probably buy one and as funny as it is i i was intrigued by this question also no what's your budget but in this what i was also thinking that that kid already knows this one car it's on his mind and he just wants to put that across and that's how kids do when you don't know something and yet you ask this kind of big questions and it becomes a funny moment actually but then just think of it we all do that just open social media and see i mean everybody is talking about now there is a crisis in afghanistan and what indian government should do what us should have or shouldn't have done all these things we are talking how is it different from that kid asking what's your budget absolutely so chantesh this is a fantastic example which you picked up and i would definitely not blame the kid for that because the kids do what they see around if you see especially uh, in the area of startups in these days every goddamn founder or uh, you can say the person who has entrepreneur who might have got uh, some funding some angel funding or some vc funding or whatever within a month's time or so starts becoming an experts in almost all areas of life so i have seen all these startups becoming experts on every walk of life like they will talk starting about uh, what are the best things to do to manage time to uh, taking notes to everything so i completely get what you are saying so that's the kind of uh, you can say era we are in where we can see a lot of unwarranted yapping as you have put the title of this podcast uh, happening around us it it happens everywhere not just startups but celebrities do that and uh, every uh, individual is doing it at some level including you and me at subconscious level without realizing that what we are saying 
do we even completely know about it but why does this happen why are we curious to put across uh, this opinion uh, the yapping is actually most of the time an opinion and we want to put across my point and you see that happening one of the classic examples is these whatsapp groups on which some debate particularly pertaining to politics and in india we absolutely love talking about politics all the time i don't know what's this obsession about but if something comes up then it is long messages i mean how is it that one finds so much of time for doing this uh, and and putting across this opinion why is it so important to put across my opinion i agree with you so uh, if you see the point when it comes to opinion uh, i everyone has one as we say so uh, as i don't know how or why we do it but i can clearly see the impact is zero on the overall ecosystem if i go and stand on a beach or in front of a mountain and start shouting about my opinions i don't see there will be any difference either in the ocean or on the mountain so uh, these are just preconceived pre-recorded kind of messages which are there within us either come through some kind of osmosis by catching the things surrounding us upbringing conditioning whatever it is and we then keep throwing those out is what i look at them now clearly when somebody is doing this they really think that it is important that you know you put across your point of view it is necessary uh many of them also label this as expression however that is something which is debatable but at some level even i do find that this could be relevant uh to put across your point of view uh let's talk about politics since we are talking about that as an example uh putting across what the government does and is it right or wrong on social media and uh, creating sense of awareness about the reality of the ground is one thing but when you start going beyond that and you start fighting with your close friends in fact a lot of times about what is right and what is wrong and then you want the other person also to be fully aware as you are and the same the other person wants that you yourself should be aware as he is or she is and we start then putting across our opinions the intent behind that is clearly to give something that you know to the other person and sharing that knowledge is the curiosity on which we perhaps start that but it crosses the line and it starts becoming a matter of ego that you know what i am saying is right i know more than you do and perhaps that ego is where this opinion or opinionating comes from no i think that's absolutely possible so every time when we are saying that if even if for that matter if someone's opinions is bo- is bothering me uh, even there my ego is coming there because i am not okay with that opinion because i am not comfortable with it i don't agree with it or i have another opinion which is also an opinion so mm-hmm. i am not okay about it because <clears throat> i have my opinion and i want to be right with my opinion and somehow that comes in my way but i would like to go at a very deeper level and see when but before you go further mm-hmm. uh, so somebody you are saying that somebody who is now as they are listening maybe if they are thinking that oh i don't share any opinions i don't get into that but in the background if somebody else's opinions are bothering them that means even their ego is actually 
sort of mm-hmm. coming in between and clashing. It's just that they're not putting it out, but it's it's happening. Absolutely, and right. I, I, and if you look at uh, political stance or any kind of psychophancy for that matter, I think there is a very powerful thing which is happening there at a deeper level. So uh, when we called that, when we call someone as our devotee or our bhakt for that matter, uh, we think that we are powerful now because I have devotees. Mm. But if you see, the power is shifted to the devotee. The devotee will now start dominating what happens with the persona or that hero or the character which we are looking as the uh, hero in this case. So what happens is once you want to get something done in your own way, uh, you start restricting. Like say for example, once you call someone a Mahatma and then you start putting your definitions on it then the Mahatma has to agree to that and he has or she has to follow those norms. Mm. So once you say someone a Mahatma, that person cannot shift from their way of being. They are now stuck with that way of being for the rest of their life. Because otherwise then they are them, they are themselves setting a wrong example. So the, my point is that the whole psychophancy game, the power goes to the devotee. Mm. And they start dominating how they want their uh, guru to be so essentially at a fundamental level if i look at this prasanna what occurs to me is that an identity is created and then an influential person uh, is followed by his followers devotee bhak, call it whatever and essentially that power goes to that in those followers actually uh, which means that the power is taken away from this uh, individual identity and it's gone to his followers or her followers but it's scattered now when everybody sings along then it becomes powerful now if those create some sort of an identity and when that individual wants to retain that identity it's a trap for that person to comply as what his or her followers are requesting and when they comply into that format then you no longer are your identity but actually you are playing the game of others and it might be completely in misalignment with what your original intent was absolutely but this is at a greater powerful uh, individual to the followers level what i am trying to also bring to notice is that it's a game of identity it's an expectation that you start sort of trying to meet and that happens not necessarily with powerful people. Just look at lives around us. Look at, uh, if I look within myself or every individual starts looking within themselves, we are at some level trying to meet expectations around. And that means we are creating an identity coming out of somebody else's expectations. And we are then trying to comply by that. So then where is the expression? And we have been thinking that by putting across our opinions, we are actually expressing. So our expression itself is already then corrupted at one level. So I'm just trying to see the paradoxical situation in this. No, I absolutely agree with you. So many a times when uh, these labels are given that this person is committed to 
bring change in the society or this person is committed to any topic for that matter it can be uh, related to your own profession or it can be related to some social cause so when we talk about this commitment when we talk about this uh, consistency in what they do and all so you are actually trapping that person and there is no self expression there is no self satisfaction then you do it just because as i said that you are trapped to that particular uh, label and then that label keeps you so it is not an example only to be taken of influential people even for us like day to day normal people once we say that we are taking this stance then we are sometimes trapped into it so we don't do it for our own satisfaction then but we do it because we are committed to something and it's like i said within this also there is another paradox that you will have to take a stance but if you start identifying yourself with that stance then you get trapped then be it on the next move that you want to make or trying to meet somebody's expectations or putting across your opinion on social media the moment you identify yourself with that that this is who i am then suddenly you are trapped but you just put across your opinion about what is happening isn't right but it's okay if somebody believes in some other point of view so be it i have put across mine and that's it and your that does not bother you probably that is a sort of a litmus test that another person's opinion is not bothering you if it contradicts with your with that of yours that then you are not identifying yourself with that does that make sense uh, i would rather like to take it from a, a little you can say deeper level or a step back and see that if you are talking about you i kind of a concept which we have created uh, then if you try to peel the layers of the onion uh, you will find that there is nothing left because mm. we are all made up of our opinions of our decisions of our conclusions and all those things if we remove then there will be nothing left so what we do is we associate ourselves with those opinions and the moment someone is not okay or having a different or uh, alternate opinion we try to connect it as if that person is against us because we don't have anything else to uh, measure our own identity there is no other parameter or there is no other framework in which i can see myself other than my choices my opinions my decisions and my uh, whatever created identities so the moment you are challenging my identity i will start defending it i will start attacking you so that whole game starts because of that i and you which mm. is a very artificial fragmentation hmm hmm just to go a little philosophical into this conversation and trying to understand what uh, you're saying because this peeling of onion is a fantastic analogy and something that is coming to my mind is that you're saying that basically if you keep peeling those layers uh your what you're identifying yourself with then eventually nothing remains and the fear is that our identity goes off that means as individuals we exist at two levels one as at a bodily level the other is the identity that we construct around ourselves and from that i what we identify ourselves as even my body when i say is like my home my car which is separate from me similarly my body therefore becomes separate from me so the i that is talking is actually not even your body that you are referring to so 
the fear for that i or that individual or that ego is that if all the layers are peeled off then i don't exist and Absolutely. scary part is of you not existing and that's why you start depending very true and then the funny part i will tell you is that at sometimes we assume that some layers are good of this onion and some layers mm. are not good and we decide that we keep some on the pedestal some below <laughs> and that's where we start saying that okay when it comes to my caste religion i am a person i am beyond caste i am a person i am beyond religion so i will peel <laughs> off and throw those layers so i'll say that yes. no i don't want to attach my caste to myself i don't want to attach my religion to myself but i am okay to keep my nationality <laughs> <laughs> please don't say that uh, when uh, it comes to the national issues or uh, patriotism and all i want to keep it then you will find someone else who will say that no i am someone who will also throw away my nationality so i don't care about that part as well but when it comes to my opinions about non violence i want to stick to those because i think those are the most prestigious principles <laughs> and <laughs> of the life so i want to keep that non violence and you are actually becoming extremely violent in internally Yeah, absolutely thinking absolutely. about how can this person no non violence that way if you see is a extremely violent idea <laughs> that's perhaps a topic for another time but uh, what you said really starts sort of confronting in a way uh, to our thoughts or thinking process our opinions and and i think that is really required in the context that we are in not about confrontation but to pause and to really question that what we are doing where are these opinions these thoughts these kind of violent volatile ideas coming from and i think uh, that is something which uh, even is is sort of challenging me because i'm just trying to look within as i speak but what is very interesting in this part is that how we start protecting our identity how we ourselves have created this notion that oh this religion and concept of caste or nationality does not mean anything and yet we then say that this is a good layer and i'll hold on to this the fear is why i can't let it go uh, or or the fear is of letting go and in fact if you at this point what instance comes to my mind is this uh, piyush mishra in tamasha when he is saying uh, to ved the protagonist that what are you afraid of who are you afraid of who is here you can write your own story and in that moment ved gets it perhaps one has to really watch the entire film to understand uh, where piyush mishra comes from and everybody around the world is thinking that this guy is a lunatic but this guy actually changes the entire course of his life because ved is identifying himself with a certain way of living and if you don't confine into that or if you don't fit into that you are not a right person not a right individual and suddenly everything just shatters and that is where he is able to see so at one level while it is really confronting at another level it's extremely simple to let go actually yeah, absolutely we just have to take that leap of faith and jump into the abyss the fear is actually to jump into something that you don't know yeah 
and also i'll tell you the another source of the fear the source of fear is as we said that as we keep on throwing one by one layers then the problem would be that what will be left as you rightly said and that's an extremely horrible fear because then you will start questioning everything and if you start questioning everything uh, you question the education system you question the marriage institute you question relationships you question everything then then the fear is what will be left so the point is not about letting go in the sense of uh, going out of it because you are going to stay in this whole same world and the extremely important point here is to see through this all it's mm. about seeing through this all it is not L- letting go does not mean giving up letting go does not things. mean giving up letting go does not mean uh, uh, you to be uh, uh, taking a opinion which is of a different world altogether and then getting attached to that world even because that's a different trap then you will get into a different trap altogether so it is important to see through it that i think is the extremely critical thing and which uh, i think is something which we can discuss maybe in one on one more podcast we need for that but i think it is something very important mm. what you brought up is is a very important thing because i'm just recollecting uh one of the mythological stories i i don't want to put across the entire story but somebody wants to cross a river and krishna tells him that the river is flooded but you have to cross to the other side and tell the river yamuna that uh, if krishna is brahmachari then uh, brahmachari means celibate then uh, let the river give way and krishna had 16000 wives and this is absurd he starts laughing he said just say that and and the river gives way and this person is completely amazed the fundamental or the idea behind this is that while he's part of playing the role of husband to 16000 women krishna is still completely detached he could still see through that and not be attached to that identity so he's still playing the role of that and yet be able to not identify himself with that and the next time when we are putting across our opinion or somebody else's opinion bothers us it's perhaps time to just pause and see through it and at least make an attempt to let go with that we complete our today's conversation thank you Thank you for listening. For more such podcasts and daily writings, subscribe us on creating13.com that is creating13.com. We request you to share this podcast with your friends and family and anyone who may be interested in such topics. Your sharing will only help us to reach out to people and to serve our cause. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. We've put the links in the description. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform now. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode and we wish to have you with us again next week for listening a new episode. Until then, take care.